The Count, evidently noticing it, drew back, and with a grim sort of smile, which showed more than he had yet done of his protuberant teeth, sat himself down again on his own side of the fireplace. We were both silent for a while, and as I looked towards the window I saw the first dim streak of the coming dawn. There seemed a strange stillness over everything, but as I listened, I heard as if from down below in the valley the howling of many wolves. The Count's eyes gleamed, and he said, "'Listen to them, the children of the night, what music they make!' Seeing, I suppose, some expression in my face strange to him, he added, "'Ah, sir, you dwellers in the city cannot enter into the feelings of the hunter.' Then he rose and said, "'But you must be tired. Your bedroom is all ready, and tomorrow you shall sleep as late as you will. I have to be away till the afternoon, so sleep well and dream well.' With a courteous bow, he opened for me himself the door of the octagonal room, and I entered my bedroom. I am all in a sea of wonders. I doubt. I fear. I think strange things which I dare not confess to my own soul. God keep me, if only for the sake of those dear to me. 7th of May. It is again early morning, but I have rested and enjoyed the last twenty-four hours. I slept till late in the day, and awoke of my own accord. When I had dressed myself, I went into the room where we had supped, and found a cold breakfast laid out, with coffee kept hot by the pot being placed on the hearth. There was a card on the table, on which was written, I have to be absent for a while. Do not wait for me. D. I set to and enjoyed a hearty meal. When I had done, I looked for a bell, so that I might let the servants know I had finished, but I could not find one. There are certainly odd deficiencies in the house, considering the extraordinary evidences of wealth which are round me. The table service is of gold, and so beautifully wrought that it must be of immense value. The curtains and upholstery of the chairs and sofas, and the hangings of my bed are of the costliest and most beautiful fabrics, and must have been of fabulous value when they were made, for they are centuries old, though in excellent order. I saw something like them in Hampton Court, but they were worn and frayed and moth-eaten. "'But still, in none of the rooms is there a mirror. "'There is not even a toilette glass on my table, "'and I had to get the little shaving glass from my bag "'before I could either shave or brush my hair. "'I have not yet seen a servant anywhere, "'or heard a sound near the castle, except the howling of wolves. "'Sometime after I had finished my meal, "'I do not know whether to call it breakfast or dinner, "'for it was between five and six o'clock when I had it, I looked about for something to read, for I did not like to go about the castle until I had asked the Count's permission. There was absolutely nothing in the room—book, newspaper, or even writing materials. So I opened another door in the room and found a sort of library. The door opposite mine I tried, but found locked. 